0: 242 is the episode you've landed on today. If you have a pattern of putting rules on yourself with food, diets, going to the gym, meditating or any other habit that you want to develop and it never really takes off into full flight, then I'm talking to you because if that's the case, you're doing it all wrong and I need to introduce you to the agreement strategy, which puts you back in stable control of your life and food choices. So simple and so effective, but quite challenging unless you know about it. So, let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode, another Coaching with Maddie episode, where we get, I guess, real. We try and get real, is what we try and do in these episodes. And one of the interesting things for lots of the people that I've worked with and going through my own life and just being a human in the world is that I've learned that a lot of people like, or not necessarily like, but feel drawn to this idea of rules, having rules to manage yourself. And actually, in my experience, one of the reasons that many people fail and fall apart with their diet or their strategy or their health journey. Um, or anything really, is because of these rules. And it might be like, well, Maddie, how do you expect me to get healthy if I don't have rules in place to dictate and navigate the, you know, all the food options and all the ways that I could possibly go wrong? And my response to that is: if it worked, it would have worked the first time, or at least the second, or maybe even the third, or at least the tenth. <laughs> Um, and in many ways, this ties into the way that the reason that people listen to this podcast and the, the reason that people jump into the programs that I run, because as you might know, in two thousand and twenty-three it's my mission to coach five hundred people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. Now, I know a lot of people hear that line and or something to that effect, depending on which year you've listened to the podcast and thought, yeah, but how? How can you do something without restriction, without rules, without you know, a solid line in the sand that says you cannot do this. As I said, it would have worked the first time if it worked. So one of the problems with rules and limitations and restrictions is that they are in the guise of health and wellness, which is that we perceive these limitations as something that healthy people are able to do. And therefore, I should be able to do it because I want to lose weight or fix my gut health or have a better relationship with food. And so the problem is, though, that all of that is predicated on the idea of willpower. When you're limiting yourself, which is a restrictive mindset, it is not a growth mindset, it is a fixed mindset of, I can't have that because one day I decided. That does not help you move forward and progress as a human. You don't shift into growing abundantly and being in control and being stable and being healthy and being well. What you do is you actually, you don't move anywhere. You continue the same patterns that have always existed, which is that when there's a rule in place, you might respect the rule for a couple of days and then you might be a bit tired. It might have, you might even last a few weeks, I should say. Some people last weeks or months. Um, but generally, most people are, are last less than a week, which is that a situation comes up, the kids piss them off, they have an argument with their partner, they're just worn out from a, a bunch of days or a bunch of weeks working. And all of a sudden, the respect levels for the rule go through the floor. And you you kind of think YOLO, you know? YOLO! fucking yolo i'm just gonna do whatever i want today and you know because i just don't care about health and wellness today i don't care about weight loss this journey takes too long anyway and i always fail and so i might as well just have the chocolate right and so what happens when there's a rule in place is that your respect levels for the rule they vary they fluctuate they go between days where you really respect the rule and you feel empowered by the rule And then they fluctuate to days where you disrespect the rule, you couldn't care less, and that rule has no weight whatsoever. It's meaningless. And so that's the exact problem, is that when you use rules, they vary in the amount that you respect them and abide by them and follow them. And so when you are working with a strategy of which the meaning fluctuates, obviously, you're going to end up down shit creek without a paddle, because some days you're not going to care, and other days you are going to care. And on the days that you don't care, or you're not empowered, or you're feeling down, depressed, sad, you're going to abandon the idea that this rule is useful at all. Right? It's just like the speed limit. You know, it's kind of like well, yeah, we we're it's a guide, but there's plenty of us that speed all of the time because we've got a different priority on that that day. Like I'm late for work, so we speed, right? So we disrespect the rule when it suits us to not just to not follow the rules, right? And so rules are also something that we put on children, right? We put rules in place on children and adults, but primarily children. Why? To make sure that they remain safe fundamentally. Now, there's two sides to rules and we can, in society, and we can go down that. It's, one is safety of the people, but maybe, and this is debatable, maybe the bigger reason that rules get it put in place is that, so that uh, a person, business or company or government don't end up in economic strife For, you know, making a mistake for somebody else making a mistake or for somebody else doing something that isn't common sense or anything like that. So, you know, protect like a supermarket protecting themselves from being sued from someone that slipped over, you know, things like that. So rules, systems and strategies get put in place to protect people, but primarily I think to to financially protect the organization. And I think that's fair enough because it's a double edged sword that works both ways. But what we do think about with rules is that most children need rules because they, you know, will operate without limitation, boundlessly exploring the boundaries um, and what boundaries mean to different adults and that type of thing. And what happens when we try and restrict kids? I bet if my mum's listening to this, she will have a superb answer because whenever I got rules, like I broke them. I spent so much time grounded. So much of my teenage and childhood memory is me being grounded and in trouble. Um, And it's because when rules were placed upon me, my (laughs) extroverted, powerful, let's see what we can do here, Leo lion energy (laughs) was like, yeah, well, guess what? Watch this, right? And many of us have that, right? So part of the inner child is being a rebel. We've all got a rebel within us. So the amount that we use and access and, and let that rebel out is different for every single person. Obviously, younger Maddie really loved the rebel. He, the, he felt empowered by the rebel, and I would say I still do. I like pushing the envelope. If you're ever around me socially, you'll hear I make a lot of really boundary-pushing jokes that make people go, oh, uh, did he say that? <laughs> and so the point is, though, that when we put rules on rebels, and we're all rebels because we've all got an inner child that wants to break the mold, that wants to break free, that doesn't like restriction, right? That doesn't like rules, what happens? Eventually the inner child, that child part of us or that part of us that's worn out, tired, ends up just being like, screw the rule. The rule doesn't matter. And so I hope that what you've taken from this so far is that rules that fluctuate in their degree of meaning are useless rules at some point not all of the time, because sometimes we respect the rule. So what I want to let you know is that the reason that rules and diet rules and and don't eat this rules and stay away from this rules don't work long term is because newsflash, you're not a child. You're an adult. And the reality is that adults make agreements, not rules. You signed an agreement at your job and you abide by all of the social agreements and the contractual agreements and the agreements of your job because you work with other adults. This is an adult relationship. You agree to do this and they agree to do that. They agree to pay you. They agree to give you opportunity, whatever the thing is. And the system for 99% of the time just works, right? And this is what we need to do with you and your health and your food and all of that kind of jazz and your health journey that might be, you know, you've even got a disease and and you're still struggling to maintain the right behaviours. This is because you're trying to put rules on yourself and we need to move into agreements. Then you won't have to try because you'll respect yourself as an adult. It's the same kind of agreements that we have with our partner, assuming that both the man and the woman or whichever genders you choose to be. Um... Uh, in a situation where you have come, you are both grown up, adult, and got their shit together mentally speaking, and know who they are, is that you come to an agreement with with a with a partner about how you might parent or how you might manage the money, right? So these agreements are everywhere in our adult life, and so what you need to start doing is treating yourself as an adult, not not allowing a platform to exist where you trigger your inner child rebel. Because rules do that, they trigger that little rebel within you, and that rebel ends up winning because guess what we all succumb to the pain of a child by giving it what it wants, by nurturing it, by empathizing. We can willpower our way through it a few times here and there, and I would argue that you know this is both men and women, but possibly women are a little more susceptible with their maternal um, nature, um, to, to soothe that child part of themselves. But what I want you to take away from this is to start thinking about the way that you, you place, uh, the direction of your, the information about the direction of your life upon yourself. Are you doing rules, limitations, and that type of thing, which restrict your inner child and inner rebel to bust out of the mold and break the rules? Or are you showing up for yourself in an adult, a healthy adult way, which doesn't feel restricted, doesn't feel limited but feels mature together and like it's not missing out. There's no FOMO, there's none of that jazz. So I want you to shift out of rules and into mature, stable agreements with yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to make some agreements with some people around you or get them on board with this idea, then please share this episode with a friend, tag me, share it on social media. It's the way we get out to most people, believe it or not, in this day and age. Word of mouth, which is basically done via social media now you sending the episode really is one of the most important ways that we actually grow this potty until it's something super 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 successful which means that we've helped lots and lots and lots of people so thank you for your part in that and uh yeah fundamentally i wish you well i hope you're having a great day and i look forward to hearing more about your agreements and how you start changing your relationship with food and yourself see you on the next one